Hey, what's up, you guys? This is your friend Stephanie. And as you know, you are listening to the Nosy AF podcast. Hey, I am nosy as fuck. <laughs> hey, okay, let me just get right to the point, all right? Listen, today I wanted to talk about cash, money, stacking that cash money, y'all, all right? I don't know about y'all, but I'm an artist and I got a film gig and, you know, I'm an adult and I'm trying to work out and be healthy and, you know, I got these projects. All that stuff be costing money, man. And I'll be like, yo, I'm tired of balancing all this money. I'll be feeling like a payroll company. I just swear, as soon as I get some stacks, then I gotta shell it out to somebody else or to my savings. And it's like, Lord, how can I have it all, Jesus? How can I have it all? Mm-hmm. And even though I'm always thinking about that stuff, I'm sort of private about that stuff. Like, I only probably have like a very, 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 very small handful of friends who I talk real numbers with. Everybody else, I'm like, man, it's none of your business how much I get paid. It's none of your business how much my rent is. All that kind of stuff, you know? But I'm trying to get better at it because it's like actually sharing those types of numbers really does help, you know? And I'm not such a button-up about it. I mean, if somebody's trying to really price something out, then I have no problem. But, you know, y'all folks be nosy. Folks just be wanting to know your numbers just to be knowing your numbers for like knowing for knowing's sake like get your bitch anyway so i thought for today's conversation i would hit up my friend kamari ellis and kamari is a cool dude first of all as you'll see he has a really cool voice all right i really like his voice i just be sitting listening to him talk like I'm sorry, what'd you say? I was just listening to your voice. (laughs) And that's not cool, because you really should be listening to people. You know what I mean? (laughs) But anyway, Kamari is, he's an investment and tax advisor. And then on top of that, he's like worked in accounting and investing for like over 20 years. And then he's a husband, he's a father, a son. And most importantly, y'all, he's super passionate about black wealth. Now, you could be listening to this conversation like, Stephanie, I'm not black. Why do I care about black wealth? Well, you should care about black wealth because black people are a part of the world and you got to care about black wealth. And if you are not black, you just might need to hear some more black conversations. So check you out. You're listening to a black girl's podcast about to talk to a black man about black wealth. So that's pretty good, right? Good for you, good for me, good for Kamari, good for all the black folks that are listening to me too. Hey y'all, I love you. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we're about to do. We're about to talk to Kamari and I need to get my life right with this cash y'all. So listen, I'm very happy that you're here. Listen up to Kamari and then I'll come back at the end and say goodbye to you officially. Thank you again for being here on the Nosy AF Podcast. Here we go, Mr. Kamari Ellis of The Finance Rebels. Boom. I'm glad that we're talking. And I basically really want to talk to you because with your knowledge in financial 
everything. I simply just want to know how come it's so hard to keep money in our pockets? Like, I don't overspend. You know, my money goes to me living into my art. But it always feels like I'm just right there. I'm watching every penny. And I just would have thought that by my age, I wouldn't have to do that. And it feels like even friends, you know, hit me up like, well, you know, just constantly wondering how much is this? How much is this? How much is this? You know, hey, listen, even in my 30s, getting into the club free is great. I thought that I would outgrow that. And so I simply want to know, why? how come we'll have no money? Okay, so the, the number of the day is 5,000. All right, so keep that in mind. So about 30 years ago, we would see on average 500 ads a day. Fast forward to today, they say it's about 5,000. So we're constantly being promoted to, advertised to, marketed to, and that's what we see all the time. And so you you said that you don't spend a lot of your money, but then there was a but. You said except for on my art. So I don't know what proportion of your overall money or your overall income that you're spending on your art, right? So you could be spending a little or a lot to do what you just said is your art. But either way, you are spending. So I don't have all the information, uh, you know, about your personal income and lifestyle. But most people, a lot of times, are succumbed to materialism. Might not be a whole lot of materialism in terms of, like, they're trying to buy cool chains or new rims for their car or the latest brand-new fashion designer that they want to wear on their jacket or their bags. But a lot of times, we are programmed to spend, 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 spend. And so if you have that mindset and you don't do anything to kind of counter it, it's really hard. And most times that's why you become without money or not having money. But there's also some other factors into it as well. A lot of people in the United States are also underemployed. They're underemployed because they're undereducated and it's a whole other vicious cycle. And there's other, you know, if we start talking about the incarcerated population that is coming back home, that's a whole other conversation. Like it's very multifaceted. I'm just tired of people out here being broke. I mean, I think that a lot of the costs that people have are always justified costs. Well, anybody can justify anything, right? I mean, I have my my clients will justify them buying a new pair of Jordans every month or every other month because they that's what they feel they need. I've had people justify their need to buy weave because that's what makes them feel good, right? And so, for me as a man, it's, it's really hard to challenge a woman's need to feel good and they want to wear weed because that's what they're comfortable with. And that's what they feel confident with going out the door. So with even all this quote unquote knowledge that I have, how do you, how do I combat that? I don't know. Cause we need a self care, a self care line in our budgets. Well, you should have a self care line. In your budget. Everybody, everybody should. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm just trying to figure out a way how to not be broke. And I feel like I'm not really broke. Like I have, you know, a good gig, but I feel like I got to spend money to make money. Do you? Do you really? 
Well, do I? What do you think? So there is a famous person by the name of Gary V who started this, uh, man, what did he call it? He calls it the. Oh, yeah. The garage. The, the garage. Yes. It works or it can work. I'm not going to say it all depends on your situation and where you're at. All right. So for those that don't know, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk is like this famous dude because, well, he's like famous, like to marketers and like Internet because he has this like big company called VaynerMedia. He does a lot of social media stuff. He puts out a gang of content. You know, he started like his dad had a wine company. Uh, He's like rushing and listen. And he, and he loves to sell. He loves to sell. He loves to hustle. He's like a dude that's always like, yeah, hustle, 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 hustle. But the thing is like, I'm not trying to be out at garage sales. And if I'm not trying to be out at garage sales, does that make me not a hustler? It's just not my thing. And on top of that, first of all, if you're trying to quickly get money, I mean, you got to know what's a flip, right? So that takes that takes extra time knowing what's a flip and knowing what to price stuff at. Gary Vee might say to me, well, then you don't want to work. But it's like, no, nah, I just that's just not my interest. You know, like it's not interesting to me to go around a garage sale and buying women's shoes and then putting it on eBay, hoping that it'll sell. So what do you like? I personally like art and I like to kick it. So when you say kick it, you mean hang out? Yup. I want to be at movies. I want to be at parties. I want to be at restaurants. And I don't want to pay nothing. I just want to be out there, maybe get some dinner. Because I like to do all that. But then I still know that at the end of the day, I'm trying to be an art star. So I can't really spend too much. But if I'm going to be out there hobnobbing, shaking hands and stuff, I have to look fresh. Like, it is too much. You have to look fresh? Yeah, you have to. You have to. You have to. I mean, you can... Even at the bare minimum with like jeans and a white tee, it still has to be crisp. You got an iron? But I had to buy that iron. Iron is 20 bucks. Come on now, you playing. No, I guess I'm just like, you know, I think it just gets hard because people that are trying to hustle, they have like families and all that kind of stuff. And I think sometimes to tell people like, yo, go garage sale and like, um, that's not really possible for everybody. Okay, so don't go garage selling. You said that you like to have parties. You like to have dinners. Host a party. I've done, in hmm. my time, I've, I've hosted a lot of parties. Uh, you could host a dinner. You like to go to dinner. Whatever you like to do, whatever it is, do it and charge for it. Make it so hot. Make it so fresh. Make it so crisp that people want to come to it. But then, then we are spending money that we really don't have in the hopes of making money. That's not true. Okay. How come? So there's plenty of ways you can negotiate to host a party. Do you like to cook? Let me ask you this. Do you like to cook? Heck no. No? Okay. All right. And also if I want to cook, I got to be certified. And here you have to have the. Why you got to be certified? No, you have to have like your sanitation license and stuff. Because if somebody gets sick, I definitely don't have any money for them to be like, well, I got sick and I was over at Stephanie's house. I paid her $40 to eat. And I'll so, be like, dang. So you ain't never had nobody come to your house and eat? Don't tell me I stopped. 
I mean, I mean, not not that they paid. But they gave me a house to eat, right? So yeah, you, I guess you could take that same hustle and flip it and make money if if you wanted to. If cooking is your thing, but a party is your thing, you could easily go to a restaurant or a bar, right? And I've done this, right? You can negotiate a happy hour where the where the bar gets or the restaurant they gets all the profit off the bars or all the all the sales off the bar, and you get the door. You can do that with no money, and especially now with social media. Hmm. You could you could you could get it pop okay, if you cool. if you have a network. Happy hour, okay, nosy AF listeners. Happy hours, okay. That's a hustle, right? The hustle happy hours. Hmm. And if, and if let's say you want to do art, you got any art gallery friends? Same thing. Host a party at an art gallery. Art galleries are always trying to sell their art. You charge a fee at the door, have them come in. Any art they buy goes to the art gallery. Same thing. It's all about you being creative. It's, it's all about mindset. Figure out what you want to do and just go ahead and rock. Anything legal. I ain't talking about nothing illegal, but anything legal you can go ahead, you can do. <laughs> right. I have a client who who's a truck driver, right? But he what he does is he'll go to thrift stores and he'll find stuff on a low and then he'll buy it for like a dollar or two, five dollars, and then he'll sell it on eBay or Amazon. But now Facebook even has Marketplace, right? So you can do the same thing on Marketplace. The internet, social media, wonderful world. Get your hustle on. Yeah, but even then, like, I was trying to sell a table for my mom. And people were kept hitting me up, like, how many inches is the table? How long is this? It's like, yo, you want the table or not, yo? The table is $75. You coming and get it or not? I don't have time to be going back and forth, measuring stuff, doing all that. I think one thing that you said that's interesting is that it's about the mindset. I keep hearing this mindset, mindset. So I feel like me even saying, why are people always broke? It's not a positive mindset. A major part of it is, but there are some people who were born into a very, very terrible situation. Right. And, and I think sometimes some of these quote unquote gurus or whatever you want to call them, forget that. I think they forget it too. But I think it's easy to just be like, yeah, yeah, just go and just go and flip it. It's like, yo, sometimes you can't just walk next door and like some neighborhoods not having garage sales. Okay, so you got a supermarket or or, or a um a Rite Aid or a or, or drugstore in your area? Yeah. Okay, go in there and buy a pack of water, buy a case of water, ten bucks, five bucks. Hit the corner on the hottest day and sell water for a dollar. You double your money. People definitely do that. I've bought plenty of water bottle from somebody on a street. So I'm just curious about this mindset. So like, I don't want to have a mindset of thinking that folks always broke. Do you have any tips? Who you surround yourself with, what you read, what you intake. I mean, your, your brain is just like your stomach, right? Your stomach determines, you know, your overall health of your body because it ingests everything that you put in your mouth. Same thing with your brain. So whatever you're putting in your brain is not going to dictate what your mindset is ultimately. You know, go on YouTube, look up a guy by the name of Wayne Dyer. Go on YouTube, look up a guy by the name of Tony Robbins. All right, so what else do we need to stop being broke? So we need to figure out a, a, a quick flip hustle of something that we like. I mean, you can. That, that's one way of going about it. But like you said, everybody's not built like that. 
But I say, you know, if there's something you're really, really good at, right, there's no rules. If you, you know, back in the day when I was growing up, nobody wanted to be a mechanic or nobody really wanted to be a, a quote unquote construction worker. If you're a mechanic and you love cars, go do, go play and go fix cars. If you like building stuff, build stuff. Like whatever it is that you love to do and you're good at doing, go do, do that. What if I'm really good at spitting game? Oh, that's easy. What should I do? You could be a coach. Speaking game to who? To men or women. What if I can like get somebody's number at the party? You know, what if I'm that person that's like, hey, what's up? What if I'm the person that's at the club that's like pointing and winking, taking selfies with people? How do I make money being like that? You could be like the female hitch. Oh, I don't. I didn't see Hitch. I didn't see Hitch. You didn't see see Hitch? Oh, Hitch is a great movie. All right. Real short. Will Smith was a dating consultant. He helped whack dudes get get dates with girls who were way above their level. So that was kind of it in a nutshell. Was he successful at it? Yes. Very successful at it. People were marrying, women were marrying these guys and stuff? People were marrying these guys. Because what Will Will did, or what Hitch did in the movie was teach them how to highlight their best, their best attributes, so to speak. But there are books about people teaching other people how to meet people. There's a lot of people who've gotten famous by doing that. There's a lot of authors who are famous by doing that. They usually write under a pseudo name or a pen name. But yeah, that's definitely a viable, a viable hustle or viable actually business. Hmm. What do you do with the finance rebel? So with the finance rebel, I help people with their taxes. I help people with their investments mainly. And I do some financial coaching as well. So I'm the guy, if I see you spend a whole bunch of money on some jeans or some fly J's, I call and basically I cuss you out hmm. because it's not in accordance to your goals. So whatever is accordance to your financial goals, I coach people to go that way a lot of times. What's a good financial goal for somebody that's overwhelmed, but they know they want to live well? Like, where should I start? Where should they start? Where should they start? They should start by seeing what they spend money on and how much money they're making. You'd be surprised how out of touch people are with their money. So they need to get in touch with their money. All right. So say we're in touch with our money. Then what? Like, I feel like for me, everything is accounted for. But I still need to build wealth. So do you know how many times I hear that? So let me ask you this. When's the last time you went through every transaction in your bank account? Because you probably use your debit card and probably some cash, a little bit of cash. Me personally, I'm very detailed. I pay attention to my receipts. I enter them all. Okay. And I I know that my biggest expenses is my rent and also it's food. With like eating out, I knew like when I looked at that, like, one month, I think January and maybe December, it was like in the $300. Okay. So you spent $300 on food going out, right? Could you spend $150 going to the market, cooking? Maybe you have a dinner party and charge people at the same time, but at least keep the other $150 in your pocket. And what am I going to do with the extra 150 Put it in your rainy day fund. In my rainy day fund. So the average person that that loses their job usually loses it for about nine months. So you want to try to have, you know, you hear some people say three to six months savings. That's cool. The goal should be about a year of income in a bank. Of course, you know, you want to do it step by step, but 
save it up. So if you don't have a thousand dollars saved up, put that first hundred and fifty to that thousand dollars. Does anybody ever come to you and say, you know what? I'm not about to track anything. I just want to invest. I know I got it. I know I'll find it. Where can I start? Can I start with Bitcoin? Can I start with mutual funds? I would say start with ETFs. But even before that, I would want to know why you want to invest. And when you say they have money, how much money are we talking about? What if they're like, I have $50. I'll find the $50. Can I get started investing? Could they? Yeah, they could. They absolutely could. You can start you can start investing with the change in your pocket or the change in your account. So there's there's several apps out there that can get you going like that. Okay, cool. What are those apps? I think I got some of those apps. What you got? You got Acorn? I got Acorn, I got Digits, I got Robinhood, but I haven't done anything with Robinhood yet. Okay. I haven't played with Digits yet. I like Acorn and I like Robinhood. Um A- Acorn I like because it'll just take the spare change out of your account. You can start with a little bit of money and you can add, you know, $5 a month or $10 a month. Actually, I use Acorn as like my savings account. So some people are afraid of that because the money is being invested in the market. I'm not really afraid of it because that's my thing. Investing is my thing. Um, and I, I kind of understand investing and it's, it's for the long term. So that's a good one. But if you got a little bit more money, you can do Robinhood and you can buy individual stocks or you can buy ETFs. ETFs stand for exchange Traded funds, ETFs are just like mutual funds. So I'm just throwing ETFs in the mix too. They're like the cousins of mutual funds. Same premise. You're buying a whole bunch of stuff. You know, you're buying a whole bunch of stock and you're getting some diversification, you know, spreading your money out, spreading your risk out. And then you can do some things. But usually the fees are lower than mutual funds. Um, and there's some other great benefits to them as well that mutual funds don't have. So all of those are great. But usually when, when I get people going, or investing because I teach people investing as well. I tell them to buy stuff they like. So you like art and you said you like to turn up and you like dinners, right? So maybe you invest in a restaurant like Chipotle or McDonald's or Wendy's or something along those lines. Red Lobster. Red Lobster. So I guess you really like Red Lobster. If you wanted to invest in Red Lobster, Red Lobster is actually owned by a company um, called Darden Restaurants. Okay. And right now, that stock is trading at about 93 bucks. So you, you can buy it. What? Yeah. Okay, wait. Can I buy it with Robin Hood? Yes. I'm pretty Shut sure. Shut up. Shut yep. up. Yep. So since you love them biscuits so much and you want to butter your biscuit, buy the stock. So you can make money every time you go to get one of your fancy dates to take you to Red Lobster. Man, I take myself to Red Lobster. I be eating at the bar by myself. <laughs> well, you said you're good at spitting games, so I'm sure that it's only temporary. I know, man. I need to get out here and flip some coins so I can be fresh to step out there to spit game. I really got to get my life together. Hey, what's up? Really quick, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Actually, I'm not sorry because this is a mid-roll thing that I just wanted to quickly tell you. If you haven't today, and if you haven't already, could you please go to MissGram.com slash sign up? 
and make sure that you're on my email list. I'm getting ready to send out some email blasts and all that kind of stuff just around my art practice, around films and projects and all that kind of stuff. And I want you to be included if you are not. It would make me very happy. I hope you're enjoying the interview with Kamari. Let's get back. Sorry to interrupt, but sorry, not sorry, okay? Listen, we love each other, right? Don't we love each other? Anyway, back to Kamari. Thank you. Do you personally track your expenses and stuff? I do. With Excel or something? Nope. Not that. I'm too lazy for that. What do you use? I use an app called Mint. Oh, you use Mint? Mint works very, very well tracking your expenses. Connect your accounts, connect your credit cards. You get to see it all. But the trick is you got to go back and look at it. A lot of people don't go back and look at it. Is this like every morning you get your coffee and you sit down and open Mint? No, I don't do that. But I get I get alerts like once a week um, when I look at Mint. So for the big deposits or anything else like that, then I'll look at Mint. Okay. And then I have to go, I'll go in like every other weekend, I'll organize because most of my stuff auto auto categorizes already because I spent the time on it previously. But um, I'll go in, if there, there's some things like out of whack, I'll go in and organize it. All right, so Mint. Yeah, see, I, I'm sort of old school. I use Excel like a nerd. That's cool. You can download it from your bank bank account and you can track it all. That's that's easy. I mean, yeah. it's really about whatever is most comfortable for you. Yeah. But I mean, it sounds like guys, it's something we gotta be if we're trying to be fly, we have to get on it with the coins because here's a question. So like I do a whole thing called Ask Kamari. People will call in and I don't do it as much as I used to, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing it more. It's basically when people Ask me a question and I'll answer it back. I usually do it in video form. Um, but a guy called the other day. He said, I have 500 bucks and I want to invest in Bitcoin. And he says, what do you think? I said, I don't know. I said, what's your situation? You got any savings? You got a rainy day fund? He says, yeah, well, that whole 500 isn't my whole savings. So then people tell you just kind of any old thing. When they want to do what they want to do. But So I dig down a little bit deeper. My next question was, is if you didn't have any income, for two months, could you survive? His answer, no. So my suggestion was don't buy Bitcoin. Put the money in savings. All right. So it sounds like before we do any, before we try to get too jazzy, folks need to have a rainy day fund. Yeah, stick to the basics. I mean, that's one of the most important things. And listen, you can get jazzy, right? You just have to be patient. If you have an extra 25 bucks a month, it's all right to buy Bitcoin now. Full disclosure, I've been called a Bitcoin hater, right? Because I don't think Bitcoin is this, you know, holy grail that's going to come save everybody and make everybody rich. But if you really believe in Bitcoin and you got an extra $25 a month after you fulfill all your other obligations and you save some money, then sure, go for it. I don't see anything wrong with that. Or extra 50 bucks, go for it. All right, so like my avatar for Nosy AF, right, is Rashid. Rashid. Rashid, Rashid's trying to... He needs the bag. You know, he has like his wife and he just wants to have his his career going. He has a good gig, but he just really wants to like do his whole like social justice, not for profit stuff. Now, with saving, right, you said 12 months. Just say, for example, let me just throw that out there at the bare minimum. Say that's 30 grand. Yo, do you know how much it takes to save 30 grand? It takes time, but remember, I also said we start with the first thousand. So let's start with the first thousand because I know that big number kind of scares people away. 
start with the first thousand and we move from there. 30 years? Could be. What about tax yeah. refund? What about tax refunds? What about bonuses at work? What about starting a hustle? You can cut grass. You can do the flea markets. You can sell stuff on Craigslist. You can do all kinds of things. You got to get creative. Okay. That's a good idea. That's a good idea because I was about to say like, as soon as people find out they're pregnant, they need to start these emergency funds for these babies. <laughs> Nobody's trying to be in their 20s, 30s, even 40s and 50s talking about some emergency fund because people don't, people aren't saving. That's how I feel like Acorns and Digit and all that kind of stuff came out because folks aren't saving. And it's like, dang, how are we saving? And we have no money to even do what we have to do. And then we're still tied down to the man. But why? But why aren't we saving? Remember, I talked about that 5,000. 5,000 is still the number today. 5,000 messages get flashed into our brain every day. So we're being programmed to spend. We have to fight the man by stop spending. That's part of the reason why I call myself the finance rebel. Yeah. And it sounds like in order to stop spending, guess who needs to stop kicking at the at the Red Lobster bar? That's right. Um, Listen, <laughs> You can go buy your own lobster, lobster tail, steaming it at the crib, and you'd be fine. That's one of the things I did to work my way through college. I worked at as a supermarket out here called Acme, and I worked on the butcher block on seafood counter. That was steamed lobster. It ain't hard. Hmm. It ain't hard. You can do it. You know what? A lot of this kind of stuff gets tied to pride. Absolutely. How do we fight pride? A part of me is like, and this is maybe too bougie, but I'm like, man. You don't seem like you're bougie. I don't know if I'm bougie, but I'm like, I don't want nobody to see me. Um, Bougetto, maybe. Bougetto, maybe. <laughs> I don't What if people don't want others to see them hustling? They want to be presented. See, you're like this consultant or whatever, but you have to moonlight at Acme, you know, at the grocery store. But you're worried about folks seeing you. How do you get past that? Um, I mean, that's hard. That's all right, right? I mean, all of us, listen, last year was one of the, the, the roughest years of my life. And we go through ups and downs as people. I'll go Uber or Lyft in a heartbeat. I still will do that from time to time just for some extra cash. I mean, people go through things. People go through ups and downs. Look at how many times the president has filed bankruptcy. I mean, look at, at, at so many other people who are going through ups and downs. It's a part of life. It happens. Yeah. I, I mean, I get that we're prideful and we don't want to see anything, but what's more important to be prideful or go handle our business and make our money? Ooh, you know what? I just thought about for the basic necessity giveaway. The basic necessity giveaway. Maybe we should fund somebody getting started, like with Robin Hood. Like I could give them $25 towards their Robin Hood account. So th- this is what I'll do. What do you I, think? I will personally give two people $25 worth of Amazon stock. What? Yeah, $25. Don't get too excited. Two people, $25 worth of Amazon stock. It needs to be three so I could be one. <laughs> no, how you how you going to benefit all of us? Trying to scam folks. I know. I'm just kidding. you. I would never do that. Oh, my God. Listen, this is the thing. If we're going to we need to be on and popping with these hustles and with our lives. So that's so exciting. How are you going to give it to them through Robin Hood? Nope. I got another way. 
they got to they got to they got to enter in and for I can't give all my secrets, but they got to enter in and then I'll disclose everything and we'll do like a whole thing around it. And, but here's the only thing I ask is that you don't that you don't sell it. Don't sell a stock. Just keep it. And it's only going to be a fraction of, of the price of, of Amazon because Amazon was like, uh, I think it's like fifteen or sixteen hundred dollars right now. But it's yeah. still it's still a fraction of it. Um, but I want them to keep it because it's okay. a great exercise. So they got to promise to keep it at least at least a year. All right. So listen, these are the things that Kamari Ellis, the finance rebel, has shared with us that we need to start a rainy day fund. OK, so if you don't have that going, you need to get that going. All the jazzy stuff. Somehow we got to curb it now. Do you have any advice for how we should curb our jazzy lifestyles? Even if we're not so jazzy or as jazzy as we think we could be? Well, you got to figure out what it is you want and what it is you want to do. Right? I mean, if you if you spend $300 a month going out to eat, like you talked about earlier, and you say you want to buy a car or whatever, do you really want to buy that car? Or do you want to eat out? You got to figure out what's really important to you. Once you can do that, it's 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 sky's the limit all right cool so number one we'll get our rainy day fund number two we got to really figure out what's important and start to curb that immediately we need to open up accounts with digit acorn and robin hood and then if you don't have anything going you guys got to hit me up for the basic necessity fund so that kamari could hook you up with the amazon stock that's such a blessing i feel like i need to I want to give something too. Okay. But what do you want to give? Oh, you know what I'll give? I'll give money towards their rainy day fund. Okay. I'll give $25 to their rainy day fund <laughs> to the two people. So you can get Amazon stock and the rainy day fund. That's tight. I think that's a good, that's a good beginning. Cause you could take the 25 and you could put it either in your rainy day fund, which I think is ideal, especially if you don't have it. Um, just to get started, or you could take it and add it to your acorn or whatever, but you could do that. Yeah. You could just cash app it to them. Yeah. 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 I could send it to cash app or through Zelle or through PayPal, whatever, get that started. I think that's pretty good. I think it's awesome. I think we're setting folks up for success. As long as they want to follow the plan. Man, let me tell you, because and then on top of that, y'all, what I think as a collective, as a nosy AF family, we could figure out some type of gigs we could do where don't nobody know our business. You know what I mean? Because. Oh, well, that's easy. I mean, you can do stuff on the Internet. People do it all the time. All right. But what's like the quick stuff besides going garage selling and all that? Like, you know what? I would be down for doing some drop shipping of vitamins. Okay. I mean that's that's a hard industry because a lot of people do it, but guess what? It's it's a proven industry. I mean, here's another one, right? We're we're always on Amazon buying stuff, right? So you could have a nosy AF affiliate link, right? So every time somebody goes to buy stuff on Amazon, you'll get a, a commission off of it. It's small. It's small. It's, it's listen. It's not rock star money, but the more people you have going there, the more people, the more money you can make. That's something you can do for free. There's a lot of things you can do. All right, well, boy, is this food for thought, and it's not cheddar biscuits because also 
I'm not eating. I'm not eating those no more, y'all. When I found out that those are 300 calories, <laughs> let me tell you, never again. Okay, because you get that, and then you have your salad, and then you still got dinner coming. Yeah, and whatever drinks you have. Right. No, 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 no. Like not only is it hitting on the pockets, but it's hitting on the body. I don't think so. I'm not with it. I'm not doing it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So where could people find you, Kamari? I'm not trying to make funny. All you got to do is Google me, Kamari Ellis, or I'm on all social media platforms uh, as the Finance Rebel or Kamari Ellis. So Instagram is the Finance Rebel. Twitter is the Finance Rebel, and Facebook is the Finance Rebel. You can find me on all those. YouTube is just Kamari Ellis. I haven't changed that one yet. Well, thanks for talking to us and getting us right. Anytime, anytime. So now you got to collect the people, right? You got to let me know who the two winners are. Yeah, I definitely will because this is this is legit. We're about to the, listen. You know what, my well, it's actually not a goal because it's not Christ-like, but I would love to stunt stunt on people it's just it's just fly it's just fly to have like like a 64 impala oh yeah i was gonna say and we just roll and we just rolling down hosted you know what i mean that that to me is success and that is like that would be good because obviously if i'm doing that i have the disposable income to a lot to that that's the only way i'm doing it y'all okay so we can all be accountability partners here but it depends on also what you consider stunting, right? Like feeding 5,000 people, that's stunting. Just a little bit, right? 5,000. That's an awesome dinner party, right? The Last Supper was a balling dinner party. Yeah, it was a dinner party. And you know what? Jesus is the king. He's the bomb. So, duh. Yeah, of course he's going to do that, you know? I mean, and that's what, and, and and the Last Supper is like my, um is me and my Impala riding down the street. Just watch out. Just watch out for Judas. I know that's right. (laughs) All right, cool. Thanks so much. Anytime, anytime. All right, y'all. Well, that concludes yet another episode of the Nosy Ass Podcast. Thank you guys so much for lending me your ear. I would love to know how you are enjoying these shows. So if you could leave me a rating and a review on iTunes, on Stitcher, Google Play Music, anywhere you're listening to this, you can even send me an email with your thoughts. It all is important and it all matters to me. So my email is stephanie at missgram.com. You guys heard what Kamari said about the Amazon stock and all that good stuff. So... If you need that hookup, just hit me up. You know what I mean? This is all about just sort of sharing love, just making sure that we are all on the same page. If you're not saving, connect with Acorns, get with Digit. You know, all those like little micro, like little micro financial startups that's going on. I'll put all that kind of information in the show notes at nosyaf.com. Thank you again for your time, and I will see you next week. Peace.